Hello and welcome to this special live broadcast of Truth versus Hype, trying to make sense of the government's tax maze. Now, confronted with more and more evidence that demonetization may have dented the economy from a big drop in the RBI's dividend or profit to the government to reports suggesting post-Notepandi job losses, the government has put out a confusing jumble of numbers to show that demonetization has actually led to a surge in India's tax base. The Prime Minister in his Independence Day speech says that 56 lakh people filed personal income tax returns after Notepandi, a big jump from the same period last year. The latest economic survey says 5.4 lakh new taxpayers after Notebandi. An earlier release says 41% increase in advanced tax collections. The finance minister suggesting 91 lakh new taxpayers were added as a result of demonetization. 56 lakhs, 5.4 lakhs, 91 lakhs. What's the correct number? What sense do we make of it? The government, to clarify, has issued a fresh release basically saying that these numbers are accurate but have been arrived at by slicing different data sets at different time periods. So what we're going to try to do tonight is to not look at this selective slicing of data and take a longer view to see if indeed Notepandi has produced some kind of tax revolution or has it actually hurt the economy. Let's look at those claims closely to see if they measure up. Starting with the Prime Minister's claim that returns filed by individuals is up 56 lakhs. In other words, from 2.23 crores last year to 2.8 crores, a rise of 25%. Now, if you look at previous years, for the entire year in the same category, this is what you get. Those numbers are up on the screen. 3.21 crores in FY 2015, 15% up from the previous year. In 2016, it goes to 4.1 crore, up 27%. So even in the year or even before Notebandi, it's gone up to 27%. And then the last financial year, it's 4.88 crores, up 19% if you take the whole year. So again, nothing to suggest that there's been a massive jump due to demonetization. So in 2016, like I said, before the Notepandi, there's a 27% increase and, and no indication that this is Notepandi linked. Now, if you look at now the overall tax returns, not just the individual ones that the Prime Minister mentioned, once again, no proof of a Notepandi surge. Just look at that graph. In fact, it climbs to nearly 40%, ironically, in the UPA years and dips in the initial NDA years before again picking up. Let's now look at the next claim by the economic survey that about 5.4 lakh additional taxpayers were added post-demonetization, which the survey says might not have happened otherwise. On the income tax side, we see something like, you know, five or more lakh new individual income taxpayers after demonetization. Okay, now this is an increase of 45% over the same period in the previous year. But is 5.4 lakhs a significant enough to register a big jump in the overall number of taxpayers? No, says the economic survey itself, claiming that it just amounts to a very small fraction of new taxpayers, just 1%. So let's look at the overall data of new taxpayers. And again, the numbers do not suggest any big jump. 76 lakhs added in 14-15 and then subsequent to that 63 lakhs added in 15-16 and then 80.7 lakhs added in 16-17. So again 
showing more a steady increase and nothing to suggest a big boost because of note bandi now let's move to the finance minister's claim of 91 lakh taxpayers added to the tax net it was a suggestion that it was due to demonetization we had debunked that claim when he had spoken about it last may showing that it was for the whole year 2016-17 not just after demonetization the latest government release accepts this but the economic survey shows a different number for the same period as we just saw the eco survey says 80.7 lakh new taxpayers were added in 1617 and the finance minister of course saying that it's 91 lakhs now the release says that the economic survey data is for a different period and a different type of taxpayer but we actually have got the printout from the economic survey and it doesn't appear to be that different it just says that this is uh, 80.7 lakhs are new taxpayers so who's right the finance ministry the economic survey uh, we simply don't know and finally let's look at the claim of an earlier government release showing an increase in advanced tax collections again this is a surprising data point to make much of a more substantial way of looking at an impact on tax collection would be to look at the total direct taxes which also include advanced taxes a jump in advanced tax collection does not necessarily translate into an equivalent jump for the figure for direct taxes so why would the it department only cherry pick advanced tax for an unspecified period well the answer may lie in the data for direct taxes which shows a steady year on year growth since 2011 to 2012 and once again it's interesting to see that the numbers actually dip once the nda comes to power in those two years 15 and 16 and then start picking up so once again nothing to suggest that there has been any kind of surge thanks to demonetization well joining me tonight to debate this sunil alag independent marketing consultant and member of fiki dr abhishek singhvi rajyasabha mp of the congress mahesh vyas managing director and ceo of the center for monitoring indian economy and nk venu senior journalist and uh, one of the editors at the wire sunil alag if i can begin by asking you all governments slice and dice data to make the numbers look better but this is something else altogether no as far as i'm concerned whether it's 81 lakhs or 91 lakhs doesn't make any difference i mean as if you're looking at that figure the percentages don't matter to me because if the base is increasing then the absolute numbers become important 20% over a base of 100 is 20 20% over a base of 1000 becomes something else so right. as far right. as i'm concerned you have to look at not whether it's 81 or 91 lakhs and i think we should ask the government yes. to give a clear picture and a clear clear figure i agree with you on that that there should be a clear figure and there should be contradiction on figures no but to the Now, wider the point impact of demonetization one second can i yes. just finish impact of de- yeah. yeah no i'm i'm saying yeah. that that the wider point that, what is the wider point you want to state yeah i'm saying that the that to the wider point that the government is making when putting out these figures is to show that there's actually been some kind of big boost in india's tax base or tax collection because of demonetization but as all the data uh, suggests and and you know we've just run through all of it there's no such great increase or surge this is just the natural steady growth of india's tax base see as 
look, as far as all the regular taxpayers of higher income brackets were before the demonetization and after the demonetization is not going to change. It's the basic base below which was not paying taxes, which will be required to look, ta look at. As far as I'm concerned, I don't have the data with me. So let's not look at all the big guys who are paying taxes. I'm one of them who was already paying taxes before demonetization, and I continue to pay it. So we have to be excluded not... from that figure, and you have to look at, is there an increase of non-taxpaying people, one second, of non-taxpaying people earlier yeah. who've started filing returns? And that's the figure that I would like to look at to evaluate whether demonetization has worked or not. Well, you know, like if you really I said, want to slice figures, then that should be the real figure to look at. Okay, but look, but, how but, many but new taxpayers have come in? You know, yeah, but we never put, paid taxes in their life before. But we put that figure out, and uh, Abhishek Singh, we come in on this. We put out the figure of new taxpayers because that's the number the government keeps citing, and the addition of new taxpayers, Abhishek Singh, we from 76 lakhs in 2014 to 63 lakhs in 2015 to 80 lakhs in 2016 does not seem to suggest that there's been any great increase. It just shows us a steady growth. Uh, Srinivasan, uh, let's just leave the minutiae out for a moment. Yes. The point is not about the minutiae. There is a larger point here and then I will come to the minutiae in a minute. Give me just a couple of minutes. You see, the problem is that this government and this prime minister and I actually have openly commended that we have one of the most uh, remarkably, uh, 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 you know, uh, uh, very, very uh, uh, successful orator, Prime Minister, in yeah. decades. One of the greatest orators I've heard. And he has this mesmerizing effect. But unfortunately, they tend to end up being mood makers, environment makers, ambience generators. And when you just sit back, because ultimately logic and hard cold fact wins over ambience making. The drum beating is mesmerizing, is hypnotic, right. doesn't last long enough. I have three plain vanilla figures for you and I'm just a coincidence that you say that somebody from CMI is sitting there. Yes. I was astonished. Uh, the Prime Minister number one, and this is not your figure uh, Vasu, has repeatedly said and he said it on Independence Day, farm incomes will double in five years hmm. from now. Hmm. Ashutosh Varshini was a very very uh, objective clinical uh, sometimes a number cruncher, yes. wrote an article just two days ago, I saw by chance. He simply points out that a five-year doubling of farm income means a rate of growth of agriculture of 14%. He then points out that nowhere in the world has ever agriculture, agriculture grown by 14%, 14%. Unless, okay. unless, unless you have no agriculture at all before you start your country. Okay, and in India, it has normally grown at 3 to 4%. One sec, one sec, one sec. Yeah. And along with that, uh, the CMI has pointed out post-demonetization, a very startling figure, I hope it is wrong, 15 lakhs, that is 1.5 million jobs lost from January to April 2017. Yes, in fact, a direct post and, and a I, labor participation rate falling from 47 to 44 percent. Okay, can I now, just get these my are directly contrary, just, just half a second, half a second, yeah. directly contrary to what I have heard the Prime Minister saying. The other day he said, दलालों को हमने बेरोजगार कर दिया है, बेरोजगारी वैसे नहीं बढ़ी है, बेरोजगारी नहीं है, दलालों की बेरोजगारी बंद हो गई है। Now this is a great mood creator. Okay, let's get Mahesh Vyas. Let's get Mahesh Vyas. Fifteen lakh people have lost jobs. Okay, let's put that graphic up. In four months. Let's put that CMI graphics up and let's get Mahesh Vyas to comment on that because Mahesh Vyas, you are saying quite clearly that the fact that there's been this 1.5 million, you know, jobs lost 
the labor rate has fallen uh, from uh, 47% to 44%. You're saying that this is actually suggesting that there has been an economic slowdown linked possibly to demonetization. And as far as I know, the government hasn't challenged these figures. They keep coming out with releases to challenge other data, but not this one. Okay, so let me temper that a little bit. Uh, what I'm saying is that the number of people employed fell in Jan, April 2017 compared to September, December 2016. Right. This fall was of 1.5 million people. But what I want to temper over here is that September, December is a busy season. Okay. This is when employment is likely to be very high because uh, seasonally, you will have people working on the farms for the harvest season, and it's also a festival season. Right. So there will be a lot more employment around then. Jan, April, in contrast, is a slow season. So I think that a part of the fall in employment is seasonal. Okay. And we don't have long time series data to be able to say how much is seasonal and how much is demonetization effect. But the second piece of data that uh, uh, was pointed out that the fall in the labor participation rate that seems to be seems to be an impact of demonetization hmm. so okay. when you look at the monthly uh, labor participation rates we yeah. have seen a sharp fall since november okay. so i think labor participation rate is a bigger problem okay mk venu you know one of the things about all of this is that i find in some ways that social media digital media is doing a better job of fact checking these sorts of government claims, particularly with this all this jumble of math that we've got on the tax figures. I mean, you yourself carry pieces by James Wilson, this guy who sits on Twitter yeah. and literally debunks all these conflicting numbers. Mm -hmm. But honestly, have you as a financial journalist for so many years ever seen anything like this? Like uh, these, these sorts of, I mean, you know, that you have <laughs> one number from the finance minister, one number I've, from I, the prime I've, minister, one number from the economic survey, and then multiple releases by the PIB. I mean, I'm holding release after release here, trying to kind of in fact, I, clarify I, and justify to, to, these numbers. To, to, to tell you the truth, Srinivasan, I have not come across such multiple versions coming from the government, uh, some from the prime minister, one from the minister. So finally, even I was actually talking to my team, telling them, now, who, do, who should we believe? I spoke to many experts. Right. So finally, I came to the conclusion that the, the person that one should believe yes. is Dr. Arvind Subramanian because he has his research team and right. he uses data which his research team gives. Right. And, and he has said that 5.4 lakh uh, uh, people at fresh tax bill. Yeah. I think that, that, in my view, should be taken as the accurate figure, not 56 lakh that PM has said or not 91 lakh that uh, Jaitley, uh, Arun Jaitley has said. Right. Now, but the bigger what, 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 what worries me is, why is the government not uh, taking f uh, researched facts uh, from Arvind Subramaniam's team? Because he's finance ministry, right. he heads up the finance ministry research team. Now, this, the great irony is not only are they not picking up that data, hmm. but they in their press release actually appear to be discrediting that data. I'll give you another... Uh, they are yeah. actually saying, don't look at the financial, uh, the economic survey data. It's mm -hmm. looking at a different kind of data. Look at the 91 lakh figure. Mm -hmm. Don't look at the figure he's put out. Yeah. And I'll give you, uh, uh, one more fact. For the first time since independence, a tax was named after the prime minister. So far, we've had prime minister's expenditure yes. uh, named yes. after prime minister, right? Yeah. Various schemes, roads, this, that, and right. Pradhan Mantri Garib Kalyan says, for the first time, 
tax was named after in an income income declaration scheme. Right. And what was the outcome of that? About six thousand crore. Yeah. Total declaration. I think that should, by any yardstick, should be considered a big failure. It's, a it's not a success. Okay. Let me let me just bring in uh, Sunil Alag once again. Sunil Alag, the wider point here is again moving away from the minutiae that. Isn't this now becoming a case where it does appear that demonetization has, if not triggered, at least contributed to a slowing economy? And the government is simply attempting to massage the numbers to try and spin that differently. You know, I don't think there's any denying of, and no economist will deny that the that we've lost about one percent in GDP growth because of demonetization. There's absolutely no question of of denying that. But right. the point remains that your one percent, which has taken place between November and say Jan or Feb of seventeen, yes. the impact of that in seventeen and eighteen is what we have to see. If we are going to debate three months in the in the life of a country, it means nothing. Uh, you know the prime minister. What is the impact of demonetization that we're looking at? I think it was CNBC that was putting out figures that there should have been about 18 lakh crores in circulation, yes. and 15 lakh crores have been collected. So, according to them, three lakh crores have have gone out of the system, which is very good. So, if you want to look at the bigger picture of what no, demonetization no, no. has done, no, no, that's, that's, is that every single well, most of the currency wrong. is coming to the banking system. May I just? May no, I just but finish? I just want to correct yeah, you. Okay, there. go That's ahead and say incorrect. That's what is incorrect. wrong because CNBC has said. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. That's not correct. Uh, that's not correct. Why? Why I'll tell you. you I'll that? tell you the problem with that. I'll, I'll tell you the problem. I'll with give that. you the. I'll give you the basis on which CNBC has done it. No, I, uh, Sunil Alag. I think yeah. what has happened is that they've calculated. Now maybe they're wrong. The entire, I'm no, not saying they're right. Huh? No, no. I'm saying there's a distinction between the entire currency in circulation yeah, and, and, and what was and what was actually demonetized. demonetized. Mm. So the 18 lakh crore includes currency which was not demonetized. Yeah. Of the demonetized right. currency, almost all of it we don't know for a fact, but almost right. all of it has come back, which is why the RBI's dividend has also halved. That's also analysis so, which CNBC has done, by the way. That that's because of the excessive cost of interest. No, no. That the, the RBI has to pay the objective? bank. Look, so, so I think that 18 lakh crore is incorrect. Let's go back into why did. Okay, why did the prime minister go in for demonetization? Has he achieved the objective or not? That's the question which should be debated. I don't think he said GDP growth is going to go up because of of demonetization. At no stage he But said that. So what he was saying was that there was. I've got to bring in. The, uh, reduce the amount of money that is going to terrorists. I've got to bring in anything which is false notes or bogus notes which is in circulation. Right. And I'd like to bring in all the money that has so far not with the banks to bring it in. Now, on which points has he been successful, and on which point has he failed? On, Otherwise, on, we'll carry on debating. I agree that the okay. figure should be just one, and I'll agree with okay. Uh, Let me just with bring in that it should be. Arvind Subramanian's figures that we look at. But okay. let's look at what was the objective. Okay. Okay. Abhishek Singhvi. Uh, Come in here. If if we look at all those parameters, if we look at, for example, the amount of supposed fake currency that was wiped out by the government's own data, the amount of fake currency is point zero. I mean, we are talking now, literally going into decimals. Point zero zero two three percent of the total amount uh, that was no, demonetized. No, 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 no. As far as black Vasu, money Vasu, is concerned, Vasu, it's much worse than that. The amount that was seized or or. As undisclosed income is again a fraction of the total amount demonetized, so it's unclear what the benefits have been. Let's let's get let's just get very clear now. 
uh, it's not just black money it's the money shoes. that comes into the, the banking can system I, can i just uh, we got to look at that huh? but can i just 80 percent has gone back just, into the now yeah go ahead abhishek vasu 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 there are two issues uh, demonetization and other fudging or massaging of figures now yeah. number one and i'll be very pointed as far as demonetization is concerned i have repeatedly said that a bad economic decision never gets validated by a successful political uh, husting success at up yeah. a bad decision remains a bad decision and that yes. is what you are seeing now it's like a very fast moving train if you put the brakes it will go and stop after a kilometer so the post kilometer stoppage effects we are seeing now number 2 actually it is more tragic than you might think right. as far as black money is concerned or eliminating money is concerned roughly remember we are repeatedly told that the rbi is counting why are we told that because that is where the uh, concealment is yes the possible estimates are that 18 lakhs is the total 2 or 3 lakhs were not demonetized all the balance 15 or 15 and a half lakhs has come back yeah or almost all which means it's a huge failure okay. as far Abhi, as eliminating yeah. money is okay, concerned Abhi, number 3 number 3 quickly there quickly is no evidence there is no evidence that there is any uh, reduction in counterfeiting or in terrorism because right. of demonetization not a single shred of okay, statistical we'll to, evidence okay, terrorists okay, we'll, are otherwise eliminated but not black okay, money we'll to, because of demonetization okay we'll have to leave it there like i said at the outset regardless of the debates on the merits or not of demonetization it is this constant fudging of data it is the constant moving of goal posts it is the cherry picking of data at the highest level which should be a cause for concern for india which otherwise has a very strong tradition of reliable government backed economic statistics fake we'll news to fake data <laughs> all right we'll have to leave it there thanks for watching truth versus hype good night